again and oh <clears throat> let's restart that one already <laughs> i'm like i don't do very much talking in my day so it's like <sighs> anyway hello again and welcome to episode two episode of, two yay of disney natives so hey natives welcome back um we can jump right into it today because we have a lot to cover. We do. We've already talked about that we don't want to talk your ears off for 10 million years because we have a lot to say. And that is because our topic is first time tips for anyone going to the, the world. Yeah. So um, obviously there's a lot of things that you need to know, but that's what we're here for. And we're super excited to talk about all the Disney things. So... Nicole, you want to start us off? When is the best time of year to plan your Disney vacay? What's your favorite time of year to go? All that biz. You know, it best time of the year to go is kind of a difficult one, and it really depends on what you're looking for. Um, you know, summertime is the traditional time to go because that's when the kids are off. Um, that could be, you know, one of the worst times to go, though. Um, Really, it all depends on what you want your experience to be and, you know, the ages of your family and all those things. So, um, I would say that no matter when you decide to go, the best thing you can do is just kind of like mentally prepare yourself to just be with a lot of people and possibly be in some hot weather. And uh, in my experience, as long as you kind of like mentally prepare to just get in there and do it, then you'll be fine, you know, what, what any, whenever you go. Mm -hmm. so. I mean, you know Disney is going to be Disney. <laughs> like, that's just part of it. It sucks. But I mean, if you do, if you're smart about it, um, we were talking earlier that, I mean, there's not really an off season anymore. Right now, no. more than ever, they plan extra events. With all the marathons, yes. there's always people in the park. So Those run Disney people. They are. They're always coming in their medals yes. and their cute little shirts. Although I will Yay. say, shout out to my friend Drew. Oh. He's like, he's really gotten into run Disney the past couple of years. And I don't know anything about it. So we might have to do an episode That'd and have, fun. come on. So yeah. if you're into run Disney, stay tuned for that. I've always wanted to do one. I, I always like look up all the info that we want to do. <clears throat> Excuse me. See, I still can't talk. <laughs> um, we wanted to do the wine and dine this year, but it's also really expensive. And I am I, I love running, but I'm like, I can just run around the lake for $0. <laughs> I kind of get the same experience. But then again, you don't get to meet all the characters. And yeah. I know it's like part of it is the experience of, yes. you know, Disney version of a run. Yes. And, that and so that is yeah. a good tip, though. You know, um, there is information online about when the races are. So if you're going to go during summer or during Christmas season, I mean, you know it's going to be busy. There's just no avoiding it. Um, but if you are trying to go during an off-season, make sure you look at the race schedule because on the race weekends, it is really busy. But I would definitely say, you know, something to, to keep an eye on are the special events like the Halloween party and the Christmas party and food and wine or even flower and garden. Um, you know, if you can plan your vacation to hit some of those things, it's it's really like Disney to the next level. Um, and also, I think if you do want to go to one of the Epcot food events, um, maybe do Flower and Garden because mm -hmm. it's not as crowded. It's still kind of a best-kept secret. So. And what about 2021? Let's go oh. <laughs> Okay, so listen. If you've never been to Disney, especially if you have children, like maybe wait until 2021 because that is the 50th anniversary mm -hmm. of Disney World. And every single thing they're working on right now is going to be done in 2021. So the resort expansions, Toy Story Land, Star Wars, Guardians of the Galaxy, 
everything. Like they're doing major, major, major construction all over the world, all in preparation to be done for the big 50 year celebration. So. What was on Disneyland? There was it 50? Their diamond thing? Their big 50 oh, was. That, was that 50 when they had all those? Because they had all those special edition merchandise. And cool events. You know, and it was like a few years ago. That might have been something different because when I was on my college program in 2005, Disneyland was having their 50. Oh, and like there was, was some 50 stuff at World too. So they might have done some some things. But in, in other words, like there will be a lot of really cool stuff happening. Yeah. So I mean, if you want to wait, obviously if you can't wait, go, yeah. go. But, but if you wait, it gives you a couple of years to save money. Yes. And there's more <laughs> stuff to look forward to. Yes. So... Once you determine when you want to go, you have to figure out where you want to stay. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to talk a little bit about resorts, um, which I love Disney resorts. Love, love them. I've stayed at several. Um, you know, people are always looking at Disney resorts can, well, anything associated with Disney can be costly. And so a lot of people will look into offsite hotels and that's fine. There are a lot of great mm -hmm. good neighbor hotels, they're the called in the girl. area. Yes, and many of them have shuttles to Disney. Um, they're maybe not quite as convenient as you would like, but you can, you can plan, you mm -hmm. know, and, and take their shuttles. But I'm just going to go on record with the recommend, man. you got to do it all. you got to stay at a Disney resort. you got to get that dining plan. I mean, you're spending the money to go on a Disney vacation. You might as well just get the whole package. And honestly, I think if you, if you bundle and you get your tickets and you stay on site and you do Disney dining, I mean, I think, honestly, it... It's not going to be that much more money, and it'll just be so much more convenient, and you'll get the full Disney experience, mm -hmm. for sure. Now, I've never done Disney dining, and the people I know that have done it said you pretty much break even. So, I mean, if you'd pay straight out of pocket the same stuff that you would get on your dining plan, it's pretty much the same. The thing with that, I know personally, that would stress me out because I would be... <laughs> I need to use my ticket to eat food, and play, and that would be like a whole extra level of planning. But then it also is planned out for you because you're like, I know I will eat at this time, eat, not eat at this time, but I know I will eat. I know I'll have snacks. Right. So that's nice because that's all broken down for you. But and well, and there are a lot of different, from what I understand, because I haven't sure. gone on a Disney vacation mm -hmm. since there was the pl plan, so I have never used it either. But from what I understand, um, there are several different levels, right. and so you can choose. To have only quick service meals. You can choose to have one table service a day. You can choose to have three table service a day. Um, so, like, I know for David and myself, if we were going to do it, we would probably do, like, you know, one table service a day and then, like, maybe one quick service. We, we like to split a lot, especially mm -hmm. Disney food, um, which, you know, that gets into a little more detail. But um, I think it's definitely at least worth looking into and, you know, seeing can we make this work for our family. And then you don't even have to worry about pulling out money to get food. And snacks are included everything. Yes. And more often than not, they do offer incentives if you book at a certain time. You can get free, free dining. Yes. And they keep teasing. I don't know if it'll ever happen that alcohol might be on it, which is kind of a negative is that alcohol is not included yes. on that or tips. <laughs> but someday. I bet it'll happen. I mean, come on. Yeah, there'll be some kind of, like, upgrade or yeah. add-on or, like, VIP something right. or other. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> so dining is kind of an offshoot, but, you know, it's it's related to resorts. Um, I think some other things you need to know about resorts, you can make special requests when you book. It, like, gives you, like, a little form field you can fill out. And you aren't always, like, guaranteed to get what you want, but I do know from some 
resort cast members that they do look at those things and they try to accommodate them. Um, you can even, when you book, tell them like, I, you know, I have three special requests and this is my level of priority, mm. you know. Um, in the past, we've booked a king room. When we got to the hotel, they gave us a queen because it was the first available. We asked to go move to a king and because the first available king they had was like a preferred room location, no. we did not pay for a king preferred room <laughs> location, but because I just... You know, when I got there, I was like, hey, I would like this. Is it available? And the front desk lady was like, yes, it is. <laughs> da, da, da. So um, definitely make those special requests. You can ask to be close to an elevator. You can ask to be on a ground floor. You can ask to be close to the food court. You can ask for anything. And I mean, Disney cast members are just there to make your magic, your vacation magical. So they will try to accommodate those things. And also, um, you can Google maps for every resort. So you can kind of figure out like, where certain buildings are, where mm -hmm. certain rooms are, mm -hmm. and that will help you request kind of know maybe what to request. where you yeah. want. Because where your room is at a resort can really make or break your stay. So Especially if you're utilizing a lot of that transportation. I mean, you want to be by a central bus location. Yes. So you don't have to schlep your butt all the way Wonderful over there. Wonderful tip, especially if you have kids. You want to be close to that bus station, for sure. Or boat launch, if you're at a place Ooh. with a boat. <laughs> Boats, too. Great yeah. Epcot. So taking breaks, that's something that's super important. I think we touched a little bit about that last mm -hmm. um, pod episode. And we both really agree if you are planning an extended stay, even even a day, if you're going to take a few hours out to just chill with your Mickey bar somewhere in People Watch, it is so important to take a breather. Maybe go to a pool at a resort mm -hmm. just so you can... Give yourself some sanity. Yes. And then I think that just makes your trip more enjoyable well, later. Well, honestly, it's so much easier, I feel like, to take those breaks if you're at a Disney resort. Mm -hmm. It really is. You just, you hop on that bus. They run every 20 minutes. You hop on that bus. You get back to your resort. It's the way to go. Super nice. Mm -hmm. um, so then one thing when you are booking a hotel, and we did this when we stayed at Caribbean Beach a few weeks ago, that so you do all your booking, you get your confirmation email, and then they give you the opportunity to book your fast passes in advance. So Ooh. you can always do it 30 days in advance if you have the app, if you have a pass, a ticket, you can always book it, but they give you even more time, which we still cannot get flight of passage, whatever, <laughs> bridge, I got whatever, over it. Whatever, you've ridden it like seven times. <laughs> not enough. I've never ridden it. <laughs> not once this year, and I'm salty. I know you need to go, Nicole. I would give up a fast pass for you to go. But that is a great incentive, and you get your magic bands too. So yes. you have your hotel booked. You get your little box in the mail yes, with your magic bands, or you, you can pick them up when you check in. But fast passes, I love, I'm kind of a crazy person when it comes to them. Like, I'll sit on my free time to see if I get a good one. If I go to the gym in the morning, if I go to the gym at like 6 a.m., I will go and look for some fast passes. They change it up all the time. Some people say midnight, go and book it for like the day you want. Sometimes people say like 3 o'clock um, in the afternoon, like day of is a good time that they'll release some more. But I mean, that's just something you can check all the time. People are always changing it. Um, and that's something that you should definitely think about if you are planning your vacay, just to get those 
things that you definitely want on there. So you don't have to worry about it for things that have really long lines. You just, you know, knock those out and get that out of the way. Another thing about fast passes, we get a tip from somebody. Oh, we get a tip from from? Backlot Supply Co. Hey, hey. Also, Coop Design Co. Dude is a really talented graphic designer. He has two Instagrams, but his Disney Instagram Instagram is Backlot Supply Co. Mm -hmm. And he said, if you can't get a fast pass for that one ride you really want, keep refreshing. Spots open up all the time. He said, I can't tell you how many times we've gotten fast passes for those elusive rides that are always seemingly booked. So, refresh, refresh, refresh. Good tip. I totally agree. I when we Sometimes when we'll go to Disney like day of and we'll have nothing planned, my brother-in-law is crazy into that and we'll be driving. He'll just sit in the back seat and be like, okay, got Flight of Passage because you've just been refreshing for like 30 minutes. So granted, it does take a lot of patience, but I totally agree. It's a trick. You can do it. It's, it's a trick that I haven't really used before, so. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. <laughs> um, so parks, when you are getting ready to go, to your favorite park, you're planning your vacay for the park, what's in your bag? So what do I need to bring, Nicole? Well, I am a minimalist when it comes to park hopping. Um, But like we talked about a little bit on the last episode, when it's a big family thing, one person's got to have that backpack, got to have that bag. And usually in that bag, we got a sunblock. Did you say sunblock? Yes, I did. Great you tip. Know, a lot of people in my I got a lot of pale people in my family, mm-hmm. so we got a sunblock, uh, a hand sanitizer, because sometimes you just be feeling funky. Hand sanitizer, oh, really gross. Yeah, especially after you jump off the monorail or Buzz Lightyear <laughs> and the little guns. I feel like a monster when I've gotten <laughs> off that, just because you touch it and you know millions of children oh, wipe the their children. nose and touch it. <laughs> Hand sanitizer. Just bring it. Or go to a bed, but bring hand sanitizer. So I'm also going to say you should have a snack in your bag. Mm. Like a granola bar or like some apple slices. Like just something quick because sometimes, you know, you think you have your day planned out and you think you know when you're going to have a meal. But sometimes like, oh, this is only five minutes. Wait, oh, this is only 20. Oh, this is only this. And like before you know it. You meant to eat an hour or two hours ago. So have that snack and in that bag. Angry, yeah. And nobody's happy. And again, especially if there are children with you. I mean, if there are children with you, I can't tell you what to put in your bag. Like, <laughs> mom, you're going to have to know that because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But lots of things, I think. All the things. Toys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's so many good apps. I'll just hang, like, if you're in line watching other people, that Ellen game with the, you put your oh. phone on your headband. That's an awesome game. We've really been into the Would You Rather game. Like, there's an app. I don't know what it's called, but I've seen a lot of it asks you questions, games, yeah. and it'll give you. So, even, like, downloading an app can make time go by quickly. Snacks also super helpful. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to break down, and this is kind of a, a big project, <laughs> is each park. So, if you are a first-timer, what you need to know when going to Magic Kingdom, Epcot, all those. So Nicole's gonna go first yes. and, and talk about MK. Yeah, I'll add on too that, you know, we, we're gonna do an episode on each park mm-hmm. and do a oh, deep yeah. dive. So this is just kind of a highlight. You know, we're gonna try not to ramble on because it's overwhelming, right? Yeah. Oh um, but before I dive into Magic Kingdom, um, I'm gonna, one more quick note about fast passes oh. is that I always tell people on your first trip, like, you just, you can't do it all on that first trip. 
you know, unless you're there for like two weeks. So, and this really, really applies to Magic Kingdom. I think you need to look at all the attractions, all the entertainment. You need to decide, you know, what are the must-dos? What are like the top five must-dos? And those are the things you need to plan for. And everything else, you need to kind of be willing to like seize the moment if it's doable or let go if mm -hmm. it's not convenient. Because running yourself ragged across the park True. is not going to make your vacation magical, especially at Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you got to hustle at Disney. Of course, you got to get up early and you're going to be tired and it's going to be long days. But, you know, try to set yourself up for success, especially at Magic Kingdom. So, right. I will say uh, the overview of Magic Kingdom, I mean, it's, it's the classic, it's the quintessential, you know, um, and it is very friend, family friendly, and it's probably the place that's the most built for your kids. I mean, tons of kiddie rides, lots of colors, lots of characters. I mean, it's just, <laughs> I go there for the cup. No, I mean, it's true. It is, it's just, no, like lots of pretty. plastic, colorful things. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, you go there for that moment when you walk in and see the castle. Yes. You get the castle picture. And that so really beautiful. is magical. And if you can get there, like, 30 minutes before park open, which every time I try, I never succeed. Because oh, it just, gosh. it always takes longer to get into Magic Kingdom than you think it's going to. So if you think you need to leave, shows. oh yeah, the opening shows. There's the like the Main Street USA show, mm -hmm. which is really like nostalgic, and like the castle's just so pretty in the morning. So that one, I'd say try to get there. Like I said, 30 minutes before park open. If you can manage that, then it's going to be great. And also the the wait times are not nearly Way as low. long, right when the park opens. So if you've got a fast fast for something, and you get there early, and you don't need to use your fast pass because the line is short. Change it. You can or ride it again later yeah. with your fast pass, or you can switch it for something else. So that's my thoughts on getting there early. Um, I mean, oh, there's just there's so much to talk about, but I will say it's the food at Magic Kingdom. There are a couple of really giant quick service places. Uh, Pecos Bills is really big. Um, Columbia Harbor House is another really big air-conditioned area. And then also uh, Cosmic Rays in Tomorrowland. It's really huge. And all these places now you can do mobile ordering. Mm -hmm. Order oh, ahead of time. So that you just go in, you get your food, you don't have to stand in the line, mm -hmm. which is great. Now, a couple more things. Shopping. There are a couple of places on property where you should You're do right. your shopping. One of those places is the Emporium. It's like... Sorry to interrupt you. I just wanted to double check. <laughs> it's like number 10 on the list. Animal Kingdom's the biggest. Okay, well, I knew sorry. that. Okay, continue. So anyway, <laughs> the Emporium for shopping. It is a huge, huge store. It's not the biggest store on property, but I think it's the third biggest store on property. But if you're doing shopping, don't waste your time shopping at every single park. Do the Emporium, and then we'll tell you about the other one a little later. Um, but that is where I spent my time on the college program was in the Emporium and like those cast members are trained to be at the highest standard. Those cast members will go above and beyond to help you find what you need. If, if they do not have what you need, they will call other stores on property. You can also have your, uh, if you're staying on at a resort, which is another reason to stay at a resort, you can have your stuff just sent to your room yes. for no charge. Mm -hmm. Well, oh. it used to be no charge. Oh, when I worked there, I'm not sure now. 
Or you can have it shipped home if you're like a rich person with tons of money to burn. <laughs> you can have it just shipped home. But that way you can go in in the morning. Again, when it's not as crowded, you can do your shopping. You can have it just sent to your room. And you don't have to carry it around the park all day. So that's a very helpful tip. Um, and then the last thing, which in Magic Kingdom, there's just so much to cover. So I think this is going to be the longest park segment. But the entertainment I mean, you've got, the kids love that dance party in Tomorrowland. I don't know a lot about it, but I know that a lot of people with kids that I know love that thing, that dance party in Tomorrowland. I think right now it's Incredibles. Um, then there are parades. The big parade, what's the, what's the big parade called with the dragon? Is it like fantasy? fantasy? Festival of Fantasy. Festival of Fantasy. Festival of Fantasy. The one that like caught on fire. <laughs> So, I always loved the nighttime parades, which are no more, but that parade is at three. If you want to watch it, probably want to get a seat at two. Um, But, you know, parades aren't really my jam. But the thing that has to be your jam is the fireworks. Fireworks are like the quintessential Disney World experience. You see it in all the commercials. And while I am not a huge fan of the new show, OG Wishes right here. Tell me how you Wishes. really feel. <laughs> but that's for another time. <laughs> the fireworks are still amazing and magical, and you should do it. And the thing is, is for fireworks, you could, like, get off Big Thunder Mountain and, like, roll up, like, a minute before fireworks start in the middle of a giant crowd, and you could still see everything, which is great. Now, if you do have short little ones, um, it is taboo. Do not put your child mm. on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. It is rude for the people behind you. So maybe if you have children... Maybe you do need to get there a little early and find a spot so your kids can see. Um, but do not put your kids on your shoulders. <laughs> not, don't be that person. It's not okay. So <laughs> and don't be here. like, oh, it's our first time. Like it, Because the teenager behind you, it might be their first time too. Mm-hmm. You know? Or the other children that aren't on shoulders <laughs> and are standing. Yes. Like good ones. So this is the Disney Native Podcast, y'all. Like we're going to be like magical and upbeat no and give you tips, But yeah, but we're also going to like. <laughs> Salty. We're going to give it to you real. We're going to give it to you real. So I think everyone can get on board with that. I mean, it makes it just easier for everyone. And who really wants to have like something more than 20 pounds on your shoulder for a 20 minute show? I mean, that's not pleasant. No. No. <laughs> All right. Is it time to move on to the next? I think it is. I was just <laughs> trying to think what we need to talk about next, which is Epcot. Yeah. So Epcot, it's one of my all-time faves as well. So um, definitely Epcot is, let's just say, the 21 and up park. Yes, drinking around the world. Yes, that's what everyone really enjoys to do. If you can afford to drink around the world, props to you. I still have not because also I want to be able to like walk home and, you know. But um, it, obviously kids can have a good time too. There's some really fun rides. But um, I think just because of the countries and just the appeal of that, it's definitely more of an adult park. And then now that they have so many events, there's just always something going on at Epcot. There is now the Arts and Entertainment Festival of Art, International Festival of Arts. I think that's what it's called. It's the first event that kicks off the year. Then it goes to Flower and Garden, which is obviously kind of a hidden secret. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's really a secret anymore. Let's be real. It's definitely a lot less crowded than food oh, and yeah. wine. The lines aren't but as long. it's so beautiful because they have all the flowers and the topiaries. It's basically food and wine and flowers. 
and then following that is food and wine and then there's kind of a christmas season so they keep all the booths up for food and wine they just kind of make it christmas themed and then they have that christmas show um so one thing that you really need to keep in mind is that there is a lot of walking and there's really no way to kind of get around that like once you are going around the countries and you are stuck in italy you still have four other countries to get through <laughs> yeah, so yes. You can take those boats. I think they go from like Japan to kind of this where World Showcase begins. I feel like don't do that though. It's so hot too. Yeah. It's like you get in this nasty hot little boat and it's not. And then you miss walking around and seeing unless, everything. Unless you have like a kid who's just done. Yeah. You know. Um, in that case, I say jump on a boat. But otherwise, just walk all the way around the world. Just. Give yourself time. Give yourself a couple of hours mm -hmm. to walk all the way around the world for sure. And, like, do not plan to walk, like, halfway around the world and then go to a fast pass at Soarin'. Not going to And that you can't do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you definitely can't do that. The Future World and World Showcase, like, have to be two separate. Like, maybe even do, like, Future World one day. Yes. And then go do World Showcase, like, a different day of mm -hmm. your vacation. And just... Future World and the land and the seas, all, mm -hmm. kind of that front area of the park. Obviously, you have to do Spaceship Earth, the golf yes. ball. Come Thanks, on. Thanks, the Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Though, so, you have to do all those things and just be prepared. Wear a good walking shoe, something that will stick through with you to get all the way mm -hmm. around. Mm -hmm. um, which, there's a lot of really cool things you can do over there. The shopping is amazing because of all the different countries. Yes. That's one thing we always do is get an ornament from, because they, they have kind of, especially Germany has yes. an amazing Christmas shop. But they do. Everything has really cool stuff from around the world. Get your mom a present there. Yeah. And then also watch the entertainment. Their illumination show at night is really fun. And it's great because really you can see it pretty much anywhere. There's a lot of yes. projections. They do lasers now mm -hmm. and then fireworks, but it's all based on that water area in the middle also if you wait and come in 2021 i've heard a rumor that illuminations is going away oh. which illuminations is beautiful and i love it but it has its it has its yeah. problems yeah um so there might be an all-new show if you That'd come in cool. 2021 but just a fun tip here i was eating in japan mm -hmm. up at the like oh, sushi the, place yes um, the hibachi kind of restaurant. There's like I that can't remember. two. It's, yeah, there's two. It's not the hibachi, but it's yeah, the other the one. other side. I think it's just Tokyo Dining that is might the name be it. of it. But we just happened to be up there during the fireworks. And it was great because we were done. And then the fireworks started like five minutes later. Mm. And there's like the exit door goes out and there's like a little balcony up there. Aww. And I'm pretty sure you can't come up there unless you eat up there. And like we didn't plan it, it just happened, but like that's a great spot to watch the fireworks. So if you want to have a Tokyo dining reservation at mm -hmm. like eight and then walk just out on their balcony, and... yeah, at like nine and watch fireworks, like that was a fun new thing I discovered. So check that out. One more thing about Epcot is that I guess I'd have to say it's like the most educational park too. I remember when I was in as a little fourth grader, we went around. And while everyone else went on test track, I did not go on test track. My mom was a chaperone. So we went around and they, I think it's a bear now, but it's like a paper bear on a stick that you get. And oh, then you go around each yeah, country and they like give Duffy. you a stamp. Mm -hmm, yes. And mm -hmm. there's that Phineas and Ferb game you can play. Yes. But I enjoyed it as like an elementary school kid and I'd go and get my little stand and you learn about the country. So there is a lot to take yes. from that part. So that is the thing about world showcase is that it is very adult and it could be a little boring for the kids but 
they do have some some of those built-in like little fun things for mm-hmm. kids to do so they can check in at every country and that makes it a little more fun for them while you're like sipping your champagne and such mm-hmm. um also i mentioned that there was another shop mouse gear oh mouse gear. so the biggest store on property is world of disney at disney springs then it's mouse gear and then it's the emporium so again mouse gear is another great place to go shopping they have everything. Yes, too. they really I mean, do. If there's any piece of merchandise you want, they will have it. And there. it's sandwiched kind of right in between Future World and World Showcase, mm-hmm. which is a great location. Um, it's right across from Starbucks. So get yourself a coffee or Free a Joffrey's. Soda. Free soda. I forgot about Club Cool. <laughs> Club Cool. Club Cool. Yeah, uh, Club Cool is this place where there's all these different Cokes, right? From mm-hmm. different countries. I literally have not been there since my first trip in 98. I'm kind of surprised it's still there, honestly. You drink soda. I know. What's wrong? I don't. I just, I'm in a rut. I'm in a rut. All right, we need to go back. <laughs> we um we went to World of Coke a little while ago, so it is very simple. Mm-hmm. There's a set amount of sodas. They have Beverly. Got to try her. Um, and then, like, <laughs> a few other. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but it, it's nice, too, when you are so hot, you've walked around the lake once. Stop in, get your little cup. Drink a few sodas so you have your sugar high, you're hydrated a little bit, and then go on your Oh, and just so you all know, some of the sodas at Club Cool are nasty. So just be prepared. Be adventurous. Because Epcot is all about trying new things, Mm -hmm. trying new cultures, nibbling here and there, drinking here and there. So keep an open mind. Shop at Mouse Gear. Shop at Mouse Gear. (laughs) Put your ears. Get all the goods. Yes. Um, Do you want to talk about Hollywood? Sure. Back and forth. So, Hollywood Studios, near and dear to my heart, was the first park I ever went to, and because of that, it was my favorite for a long time. It was just... When it was MGM? Yeah, it was MGM, and it, you know, it just, it was, I went at night, it was lit up, and it was gorgeous, and if you listen to our first episode, you've already heard this, but it's just one of those parks that, like, just the vibe and the atmosphere is just like no other at Disney, I think. And um, Hollywood Studios has suffered from a bit of, I- of an identity crisis mm-hmm. the past, I don't 10 to 20 years, because it was MGM Studios, because they had a deal with MGM, then that deal, you know, dissolved, and they rebranded it as Hollywood Studios, which was relevant, because it's still, it's all about the movies, you know. And they used to design and have animators yes. there at one point. There was an animation studio there. You can still, well, I don't know, actually. They might you have gotten, do that yeah, they can't thing. do it anymore. Well, they used to have, like, a replica of Walt's office. You could go back in there. See? They have that museum oh, now. It's so hard That's to know. It. Oh, yes. Like the movie. That, oh, gosh, what is it called? It's called, like, Share a Dream with Walt. Or one one man's journey, something. One man's journey. Yes, something. Go like that. in that museum if you have time, because it is really fascinating. It's right, kind of behind where the old time Hollywood, where the great movie right yes. was. Well, and it's like right before uh, mid Midway Mania. Yes. So pop in there. It's not ever crowded. It's cool in there. Your kids might actually like it. You might learn something. And they have some random character meet and greets. Like, it was Moana. Mm-hmm. I think right now it's Guardians of the Galaxy, which I find that a little weird. I don't know. I can't get behind humans, especially when... It's very universal. When there's a man who plays... What's his face? Star-Lord. Star-Lord, yeah. And there's, like, some janky... And you're like, this is not Chris like, Pratt. that's not him. So, like, I want to meet Groot, which you can meet a little Groot. And I, really? I would look... But I'm like, can I skip... 
weird Star Lord man and just uh, say hi to little Groot. Like while you're taking a picture with him, you can be like, "You're not Chris Pratt. <laughs> you sit on a throne of lies." <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, we're running off the here. Anyway, so Hollywood Studios is going. It's undergoing a huge transformation. I mean, right now, it's still worth going, but it's going to be so different in even six months. It's going to be so different because, as you may know, if you're a first-timer, you may not know, but Toy Story Land is opening June 30th, right? June 30th? Yes. Um, I don't know because I won't be able to get in forever, probably. No. <laughs> this is the life of a Disney native, you guys. A new attraction opens, and we're like, oh, we'll ride it in like two years. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, it is really going to be amazing, I think, in the next couple of years. There's going to be a whole Star Wars land, which Porg Princess Bethany is mm-hmm. on board with, I'm sure. Right. Um, there's going to be Toy Story Land, which, if Midway Mania is any indication, it will be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's great stuff there already. There's a Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror are the two flagship rides, and they're two of the best rides at Disney World, period, those two, and they're right next to each other. Um, Now, both of those are kind of more thrill rides, Mm -hmm. so if thrill rides aren't your thing, you know, maybe avoid those, but those two, I mean, they're both great rides. Fast passers, for sure. (laughs) Oh, yeah, especially... Um, rock and roller coaster that way it's always 45 at least yes I've never seen it below that yes um actually I have a fun story about rock and roller coaster and tower of terror we used to back in the day before things were super crowded we would like ping pong back and forth between those two rides me and my mom and dad yeah there was one magical trip where we went back and forth like six times how are you not so sick and I I'm pretty sure it was like an extra magic hours night because now extra magic hours equals big, huge crowds. Oh, that's a fun tip, by the way. Just because a park has extra magic hours doesn't necessarily mean you should go to that park on that day because I feel like there's a tendency for extra magic hours to be more crowded. Have you had that experience? I think it's more worth in the morning because you can get Mm -hmm. in early, get, and you really can get on some of those rides you'd like to, but in the evening, they can't really tell who's supposed to be in the park or not. So we've hung out in Epcot during quote-unquote extra magic hours. Now, you can't always go on rides because they might right. spin your magic band. But, I mean, you can hang out, eat more, right. and stay to you the don't park, have and to they won't the make park. you leave. Yes. But in the morning, you literally cannot get in. Yes. So Without a reservation to a hotel. So Yeah, so the fact that we didn't even think to mention extra magic hours at the beginning of this podcast how little we feel might tell that. you something. <laughs> yeah. For I all the people out there, yeah. Experiences with extra magic hours. But they were yeah. always in the morning, never at yeah. night. Food at Hollywood Studios can be kind of hit or miss. Um, they have a couple of decent quick service places. The Backlot Express is huge. And last time I was there, like, they were just, it was one of those magical quick services where the soda machines are just out there. So, like, you get your cup, and you literally can get as many refills Mm -hmm. as you want, which is not a common thing Mm -mm. at Disney quick services. So, if you want to buy one soda. And same with the place by Star Wars. It's called Backlot, not Backlot. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, Backlot Express. Oh, okay. Then Mm -hmm. I lied. I was thinking of the ABC commissary. The commissary, yes. And I don't think it does. If it is, it's hidden. I don't think so. You're right. So Backlot Express is part of the best counter service. Um, But one of chicken and waffles. Ooh. It's good. They do? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that must be a new ad since I've been there. Um, 
But my favorite, one of my favorite spots in all of Disney is the Hollywood Studios. And that is the Tune-In Lounge. The Tune-In Lounge looks like it's straight out of Mad Men, but a little more kitschy. It's like 50s decorated. Um, it's it's always crowded, though. It is. So you just kind of got to get in there and, like, just wait until there's a spot at the bar or, like, a little tiny table. Um at Christmas time, they have a silver Christmas tree. They do. It looks really neat. Which for Christmas. I love. But you can, I mean, they have just like your typical drinks, but also it's it's um, a part of, it adjoins Primetime Cafe. So you can order all the food from Primetime Cafe, you can order at Tune In Lounge. And they have the peanut butter and jelly milkshake. So good. Which you guys, it's exactly how it sounds. Get the peanut butter and jelly milkshake. And if you think it's weird, it's not. It works. Somehow, yes. by the magic of Disney, it works. And it's delicious. It's sweet and savory. It Split it with somebody. If they you drink a huge. whole one, oh, you, you won't be able to do Rock and Roller Coaster. And if you're a lactose intolerant man, like, don't do it. Because oh, <laughs> no. there's so much to it. Yeah. But even Blake cannot finish one. And he is not a sharer. We were laughing later that about the Mickey bar comment because he does not share things for it. He will share that with me just because there's so much of it. It's well, like, you know, I will say a, a general comment I think about Disney is like you should share things because there are so many tasty things at Disney when you're on vacation. If you share, that means you're going to get to try more stuff. So I would say share a lot of things at Disney, but the peanut butter and jelly milkshake, you would be able to share that three ways. Like that's like yeah, a really is so cute. much. And they give it to you in a big metal cup if you don't get yes. it to go. It's like the legit hand spun. Yes. Goodness. Giant. So it's actually like a milkshake and a half if you if you sit there and drink it and you don't get it to go. But um and and like I mentioned, Primetime Cafe, that is the restaurant I think to make a reservation at at Hollywood Studios. It's again, it's fifties themed. The waitress is like your mom. So, like, if you don't, like, finish your peas, she, like, gives you a hard time. And it's mm -hmm. like, you better finish those peas. <laughs> so, that's fun, I think, for kids and adults both. And if you clean your plate, you get a sticker. Oh, And it says that. Clean Plate Club. I guess I've never cleaned my plate there. Oh, I always make Naughty. sure I do. <laughs> I'm very, like, yeah. prize-oriented. <laughs> nice. So, okay. So, to wrap up Hollywood Studios, I want to talk a little bit about the entertainment. And there are a couple of really great things at Hollywood Studios. The Beauty and the Beast stage show is really fun and usually really easy to get into. I think they have a fast pass for that, but, like, don't bother. Just they have many shows throughout the day. And so, um, you know, you can go, again, you can get a seat. It's not air-conditioned, but, like, you can get a seat out of the sun and just sit for, you know, 20 minutes or whatever and watch the Beauty and the Beast show. But my favorite bit of entertainment is Fantasmic. And Fantasmic is their nighttime show. Bethany recently saw it for the first time. Um, but it's in an it's in an outdoor amphitheater and it's like water screens and fireworks and costumes and like lasers. And you need to get there again an hour early. Usually what I do is Or get a fast pass. They let like, you yeah, do fast passes, fast passes for that. For that. Mm -hmm. What we usually do is we'll grab like some chicken strips from like one of the restaurants down at the bottom of the mm -hmm. hill and then cart up the hill an hour early and like eat our hot dog or oh, our chicken nice. strips while we're waiting yeah and it's almost always I feel like even in the heat of the summer it's always cool by that point so you can just like sit and like relax from your day and then watch Fantasmic but the great great thing about Fantasmic is that you get classic Mickey so you get like um the Prince and the Pauper Mickey you get uh 
Sorcerer Mickey. You get Steamboat Willie Mickey. At the end of Fantasmic, Steamboat Willie Mickey pilots a boat with all the Disney characters on it. And it's just great. And it's classic. And there's villains. So it's a little bit scary. But it's just quite the spectacle. And so Fantasmic, I'm not going to say it tops Magic Kingdom fireworks because nothing can. But it's right up there. And to me, it tops all the other nighttime shows. Fantasmic. It's just, it. it's uniquely a show. I mean, you sit, there is something you watch, kind of like a stage play, and there's performances and music, and not really fireworks. There's not... Not much. There's a little here and there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now, they do have a lot more going on in the central area, like right in front of where Great Movie Ride is. I feel like there's a better word. The Chinese Theater. Yes. That's what the word I'm looking for. They have that Star Wars, Star Wars, oh, yeah. Star Wars show. About that. And they, that's, Disney loves their projections. They project on all of that. And they have, when it's Christmas, the Christmas show is actually really cute. But um, that's an additional show. But I don't think if you go to Fat Fantasmic, you can make it. They might have two showings, like one early. But if you go to that, you probably lose out on a good seating. Mm. But something to think about. Yeah, for sure. So what about the last park? Animal, Animal Kingdom. And the largest park, yes. as I just looked it up. Mm -hmm. um, I guess Epcot is actually the second largest. I just checked that too. Anyway, um, Animal is definitely kind of a low-key Disney park. It's like Disney's version of a zoo. So if you love animals, if you have kids that love seeing the critters, definitely check it out. So I really love it. They always have a lot of really cool things going on. So they have, um, it's really large. It's broken down kind of, I won't say like Epcot, but it's broken down into regions. So there's mm -hmm. Africa, there's Asia, and then Dinoland USA, mm -hmm. whatever that is. So fun fact though about, <laughs> I think I might know why Dinoland is there. Yes, I think I know where you're going yes. with that. Because in the Animal Kingdom logo, you'll see this on signage and stuff, there's a dragon in like there's all a silhouette of all these animals and there's a dragon in there because originally animal kingdom was supposed to have some kind of like it was supposed fantasy, to be called like magical beasts and something right. like like uh cryptids yeah if if you're a nerd you know what a cryptid <laughs> is but anyway it's like you know like unicorns and dragons mm -hmm. and bigfoot <laughs> it's a cryptid <laughs> well there's the yeti um, in there he counts yeah right? so i think that maybe dino land is i mean I have a nod to that. Obviously, dinosaurs are real. I'm not a dinosaur denier. <laughs> oh, did they but, not go know. to the moon either? <laughs> Ask Stanley Kubrick. I don't oh, know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they, they have it broken down into those areas. And again, a lot of walking. But there's just so much you can see. And then it's not super ride oriented. So definitely if you can get on the safari, go on that because that is honestly, and I've heard people say that is the best non in Africa if you were to go on a safari. It's the closest to what you'd get to the real thing. So there's just so much property on site that there's so many kind of different areas and land. You're going through water, you see the savannas, you see elephants. A lot of times there's baby animals, which is just a cherry on top. Mm -hmm. And that rides better in the morning. Yeah, the animals what, are out in the morning. It is, and then also at night, a lot have they now oh, do it at night, which really it didn't used to happen, and it is a little cheesy because they have like a whole shtick where they used to. I think a long time ago, it was a whole ride that you were like chasing the poachers, and there was yeah. a part when the bridge. Would, yeah. That doesn't happen at all, and it doesn't happen during the day. But at night, they have this cheesy fake sunset, kind of right where you're turning near the drafts are. 
I don't know the purpose of it. Even the drivers kind of joke like, oh, the sun's setting on the Savannah. Like, they know it's stupid mm. and kind of cheesy. Maybe but... they're just, since they're just, Animal Kingdom is, just so y'all know, Animal Kingdom is just venturing into nighttime stuff. Like, they've mm-hmm. been doing it for, what, maybe yes. a year? Yeah, probably. And so maybe they're just, you know, they're just experimenting mm-hmm. with some things. Right, and so <laughs> it is lit differently, but... The lions, the few times I've been at night, the lions have always been running around yeah. and doing stuff. So that's very I think cool. mainly just like the animals, just like humans, they don't want to be out in the yeah. super, super heat of the no. day. So if you can get there in the morning. And I mean, they're not going to anything apparently. Right. Yeah. So there's that. Kilimanjaro Safari. That's what it's called. There, there we <laughs> go. There we go. So that's great. Um, And also, got to talk about Pandora a little bit. And... <laughs> I mean, Nicole is a little, little torn on it. I oh, love man. Pandora, and I think it is just a very unique. You have to at least go through it and walk through it, because I'm sure, unless you want to dedicate a good portion of your life to waiting in that line at Flight of Passage, you will not go on it. It is an amazing ride, though, and it is unlike any ride on Disney property at all. It's one of those rides. This sounds really cheesy, but like you find yourself smiling on. It's just that <laughs> cool, like. Um, also, there's some really good shows to check out. I love the old bird show, but the up one is really cute. I mean, you love oh, Russell and yes. um, Doug. Is that his yes, name? Doug. They're really cute, and there's a lot of really cool culture. Is Kevin in into it? it? Kevin's not in it. Aww. They talk about Kevin, but she's not <laughs> in it. But it, it's really fun, so I like that show. It's one of the best. And then, obviously, Festival of the Lion King and Nemo. Go to those if you have yes. time because they're really cool. Um, real quick, I'll mention Rivers of Light. That is the newest show, kind of in the whole world of Disney. Mm -hmm. And let's be honest, it's kind of like the armpit (laughs) of Disney shows. It kind of sucks, and everyone knows it. it It, and it's again like you go, you get your seats in the kind of amphitheater area, and you watch on the river. It's just, it's very. And I don't want to like totally ruin it, but there's a lot of fountains. I'll just say. Mm And just you can imagine, fountains may not always work in the wind. Right. So it, it can be hit or miss. It, it's it's pretty, but... So let me ask eh. you a bigger question here. Is it worth going to Animal Kingdom at night at this point, or should we give it a few years to evolve? Mm, well, it's definitely... Yeah, I would go if things are open, because hit or miss... That things aren't always open. They clo- used to close Everest. I'd have to look again at... I think as soon as... Um, darkness happened. There's a better word for that. But as soon as sunset? it got dark, sunset. As soon as it got dark, they used to close Everest, but I think they keep it on. But and so you can do safaris now. But they do close all the animals, and that's very right. early. It'll be like five o'clock. Oh yeah, we didn't really talk about. There's a couple animal trails. Mm-hmm. There's one in Asia and yes. one in Africa. Africa. Yeah. And um, those are pretty good. It's a nice oh, yeah. little walk, and mm-hmm. like I always see animals when we go on those animal trails. So. Oh yeah, they're always very active, mm-hmm. and they they have a lot of guides over mm-hmm. there. So if you have questions, can't take food and drink. So like, don't get you a big old like slushy mm-hmm. and then try to walk the animal trail because you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And they're in Animal Kingdom. Obviously, it's for the animals. They have all the paper straws. If yes. that freaks you out, keep that in mind. Um, and yeah, so that's. Just kind of the best place if you want to have a low-key kind of Disney day. It's I feel like it has a very much relaxed feel to it. At night would honestly be a great option because Pandora is also very cool at night. It's all glowing. It's almost like a whole yes. another land I on top of what it is. I have not at night, but just walking around during the day, I could tell. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm pretty sure these plants and this sidewalk glows at night. 
They sure do. Yeah, so I do want to check that out. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to check that out. <laughs> so a free day. What do you do with that, Nicole? All right. So I would recommend in pretty much every Disney vacation. Now, if you're going for like a three-dayer, you got to hit it hard. You got to do parks. And you, can't, you don't have time for Fringe. But if you're there for like five days, seven days, ten days, you certainly have time to break away from the core four parks and do some of the other things. Because Disney World is a world and it has much more to offer than theme parks. And so I would say definitely try to plan a full day outside the main parks. Um, And my recommendation would be, you know, explore a water park. There are two amazing water parks. If you go, it'll probably be the best water park you've ever gone to. Bethany has never been to a water park, so I'm hoping that we can go sometime Mm -hmm. this summer. Um, Typhoon Lagoon, Blizzard Beach, both great. Uh, Blizzard Beach, I think, is a little more thrilling and possibly a little larger, but Typhoon Lagoon is, like, kind of quaint and, like, you know, it feels kind of tropical. Um, maybe a titch more magical mm-hmm. Typhoon Lagoon is. Um, also, you can check out, obviously, Disney Springs. And Disney Springs, over the past couple years, has gone through a huge transformation. So, if you went to Disney Springs five years ago or downtown Disney five years ago, you will not even recognize it today. It's completely different. There are amazing restaurants. There is great shopping. I mean, especially if you have teenagers, spend a day at Disney Springs mm-hmm. for sure. Um, it's a great place to just walk around, um, shop. Oh, that's number mm, seat number one. Biggest Disney store on property is World of Disney. It is at Disney Springs. So if you were just too busy at the parks to go shopping, just go to World of Disney and get it all there. <laughs> um, so a third option for a free day is to just explore a resort area. So um, the two probably biggest resort areas that can kill a day would be the monorail resorts. So we're talking Polynesian, Grand Floridian, and Contemporary. You can get on the monorail at the Ticket and Transportation Center. That's the Magic Kingdom parking lot. You can get on the resort monorail there and it will stop at every resort along the monorail. You can eat. You can just explore, you know, you can hang out by the pool. The Polynesian has a beach. I'm not 100% sure about said, of access of said beach. Used to, you could go and lay in the hammocks and stuff. I mean, they didn't, Mm. it didn't matter if you like stayed there or not. Right. Um, And that's the thing to know is that you can go check out, you can go hang out at any Disney resort. Like if you're driving, um, you can, you can tell them, you know, you can just tell them I'm I'm here, I'm just here visiting. They'll let you right in. Um. Now, the bad thing is, is that you now have to, like, pay to park at resorts. However, if you're staying on Disney property and you, like, take a bus to any of the parks, you can then get on a bus to go to any of the other resorts. Mm -hmm. And in that case, you're golden. The whole resort thing, transportation and resort thing can be a little complicated. But um, anyway, figure out how to get there, check out a resort, monorail, or the other resort area that's really great is the boardwalk resort area because boardwalk yacht and beach club are all in the same loop it's about a mile or two to walk around the whole thing and they're adjacent to swan and dolphin so you can hit boardwalk yacht and beach swan and dolphin again there's just cool things to look at great places to eat just a great place for a low-key day for sure um and while we're talking about resorts again and transportation we've kind of come full circle um if you are staying at a Disney resort. So you fly into MCO in Orlando, probably. 
And something you need to know about, you don't have to rent a taxi. You don't have to get an Uber. With your vacation package, there's Disney's Magic Express. So basically, you get off the plane, somebody takes your luggage off the plane, puts it in the Disney bus, you get in the Disney bus, Mickey's Magic Express, takes you right to your resort, you get there, your luggage magically appears in your room. So you don't even have to worry about how to get from the airport to your resort. And then once you're on Disney property, I mean, you do not need to rent, a, you definitely don't need to rent a car, mm -hmm. I don't think, because no. Uber is a thing now. Mm -hmm. If you decide to like explore the larger Orlando area. So you could Uber to other resorts or like I said, you can just, you can take a bus to a park and then take another bus from the park to the resorts. Disney transportation, I almost feel like we need to do a whole episode mm -hmm. on it because yeah. there is like an art to Disney transportation. Sure is. But I'm pretty sure on the app, at least the used to, you oh. could like, you could like put in, I'm here, I want to go here and it would give you like connecting directions. Oh, I think so like you might be right. Download that Disney app. It is really your guide for everything. Mm -hmm. Like your You've got your maps, you can make yeah. reservations for restaurants, fast passes, see all the times, yes. park hours. It is a great tool you should use. For sure. For sure. One more thing, golf. You're a golfer. Oh yeah. My Disney's dad has got golfed some a things. few times. They've great. great. I'm a low key putt putter champ. Um, so that oh. they have some nice, yeah, fun fact, they have some nice little, I have never golfed on Disney property, that's on the, the list, but they do have some nice little mini golf things. They do. Um, and I was going to tell you that, and I don't know if this is a secret or if this was an oops, but when we stayed, and they made that huge stink about paying for parking, mm -hmm. we stayed at a hotel like two weeks ago, they did not charge us for parking. So I don't really? know. And we said, she asked, do you have a car on property? We said yes. We weren't trying to hide. They are just like, okay. So I don't know if we were pass holders, oh. if the lady was just real nice, if maybe it hasn't fully come into fruition, but we did not pay for parking. So I don't know what's happening One with that. One of two things. But I'm not upset. I mean. One, <laughs> I wonder if it's just, if you're staying there, I wonder if you don't have to pay to park. I wonder if it's just, if you're like, oh, we're going to come here and hang out. Okay, maybe. we have to pay to park. Two... Caribbean Beach is under hella construction, and, and I wonder if they were like, us? yeah, we're not going to pay people to park here mm -hmm. right now because it's under construction. But we were like fully prepared, you know, we had it, and they didn't charge us, so hmm. not upset, but I don't, so I don't know what's going on with that deal, so yeah. think about it. maybe you might get off the hook yeah. too. Just be aware, nice. like parking at theme parks, I find it frankly ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I mean, ticket prices go up every year. Yep. You're going to spend all kinds of money when you get in there on food and souvenirs and everything else. Why in the world are they going to pay you to park? But if you're a pass holder or if you stay at a resort, you don't have to pay to park. Right. Well. But maybe you do now. But maybe you do. They but, they, did, they did say they were going to change that. And, so, you know, maybe they got some negative feedback. Yeah, I don't know. They just, just, just quietly ignored it. Just some extra money for parking yeah. just in case. You don't mind. Parking and or Uber and or minivan. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of options. Again, we could go on about that. Um, but are there any final thoughts you have for us, Nicole? Oh, gosh. I don't think so. I mean, you know, look up Instagrams, look up blogs, do your research. And then just try to enjoy yourself. And explore, make mistakes, have happy accidents sometimes. Don't plan. Yeah, you know, it might rain. It might be really hot. It might be really nice. So, I mean... Some things you cannot plan for, but if you are prepared and you have planned, more than not, you're going to have a good time. Absolutely. And just, you know, remember while you're there, 
You're there to spend time with your family, friends. It's Disney. Happiest place on earth, they say. So, yes. oh, have and fun. If you are having a problem, you know, something's not going right. You don't know where something is. You had a bad experience. Talk to a cast member or go to guest services. There's a guest relations at the entrance of like every park. And those people's job is just to handle your problems. Um, cast members are trained to go above and beyond to make sure that you have an exceptional experience. So, you know, be nice. Um, even if something is a cast member's fault, like just be nice. And we're all human. And honestly, I mean, 11 times out of 10, they're mm-hmm. going to go out of their way to right. make sure that, that your, your vacation is magical. Mm-hmm. So use the cast members as a resource. Two quick things before we wrap up. I did double check and there is free resort delivery. So if you're buying your goodies, you just, it specifically says, simply tell a retail clerk during the time of purchase and arrangements will be made quickly and easy. Don't forget to definitely subscribe, give us a review, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disney Native Pod on both things. And then also, if you are a Disney expert, if you have thoughts, if you have some tips you want to share for us, definitely slide in a DM on either one of those channels, Facebook or Instagram. We'd love to chat more because it's Disney. We want to talk all about it with you. And um, if you have any suggestions for topics, we'd love to hear them. So thank you all for listening. It's been fun. Don't forget to wear your sunscreen. (laughs) It's so important. Just my tip. Scarlett says goodbye. Our little third co-host. You might have heard her jingling in the back. And with that, we wish you a magical day. Yeah.